This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are Bad Moms in Business, the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about different tips and tricks that we have to help when mom gets sick because it happens. It's the state of the world right now. Things are a little bit crazy and we have some personal experiences dabbled in here to help us out. Yes, we do. (laughs) Yes, Mm -hmm. we do. Some a little bit fresher than others. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a kitten. Well, I mean, I'll just jump right in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's hear it. December was a terrible month in the Sharp household for me. Mm -hmm. I landed myself in the hospital with the COVID and it was miserable. And it's amazing what goes through your mind when you're not well, very, very not well. And it got us all thinking that a really great podcast topic would be this. What do like mm-hmm. moms do when they're down and out and sick? And maybe some of the ways that they can stock up on a few things or some tricks that will help alleviate the stress of not being able to maybe get off of the couch or the bathroom floor. Right. And it's not fun. I mean, we, it's the inevitable moms get sick. We we're superheroes, but that doesn't mean that super bugs don't get us. <laughs> so Bridget, I know you also had COVID, but it was about when, when was that? I know you just said, and I can't even remember. So this yeah, almost a year ago, almost a year, almost a year That's ago we are in January. So yeah. You were knee deep into COVID when the quarantining looked different than what it's looking like now. It was the full like 14 day window after symptoms and all of those things. So I feel like your tips might be a little bit coming from a different direction than what mine are. So what are some tips that you would share with our listeners from that perspective of when you're quarantined so your family stays healthy? Yeah. So I did things way differently than anybody is doing them now because it was new then and nobody really know, knew mm-hmm. what to do. I mean, I felt like I had the plague. I didn't want to touch anything. I didn't want to look at anyone. It was so strange. Um, and now I think if, if God forbid I were to get it again, I would feel differently about it because we are a year out or no almost more years. Yeah. Two years almost. Um, Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I had it a year into it being a thing really. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, um, I am incredibly lucky that Chris, well, I guess lucky Chris had to stay home that whole time. He, there were no vaccines yet. Um, he was quarantined right along with us and Chris did everything. Chris cooked every meal, Chris, um, folded and hung and washed every, uh, piece of clothing that we had. Chris cleaned the, kept the house clean. He kept the kids entertained. I mean, he did everything. Um, because I was up in a bedroom by myself for 16 days, maybe 17 days locked away thinking I was saving my family. Spoiler alert. They all got COVID. Um, except Jace. Um, but I, that's, 
so bizarre, but I, I guess that's yeah. a conversation for another time. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm very grateful that I had Chris home and he was able to legitimately do every single thing. Um, that being said, I do think if, if we were to do that again, I wouldn't be quarantining the same way. Vaccines are, are different now. Mm -hmm. My kids are vaccinated. Um, and so we would just continue life as normal inside of our house, of course, but, um, you know, things, things were just different then. So Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to say that I would do any of those things the same way as I did then, but you, Amanda, because you just had it. And so things are a little less strict, but you were much sicker than I was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to hear what, what you found to be helpful. And, you know, I'm coming on this angle with, I, I'm married. I have a husband. We know this, <laughs> but he's not always home or whatever, or as helpful as Chris. <laughs> Marcus doesn't listen to this, so he won't get offended by me saying that. But also, (laughs) I'm coming from that background of being a military wife that he was gone during some of my sicknesses and Owen's sicknesses. So I I just feel like not everyone has that that partner Mm -hmm. that you had. Mm -hmm. So I think some of the tips that I'm going to talk about is for that person who maybe is just that that single mother who doesn't have that that extra hand or they work long hours because quarantining looks different now, like you said, Bridget. Yeah. So it's not every like spouse is staying home if a spouse has COVID now. So it just looks so different. Mine would have looked like sending my, well, mine would have either been my kids have to go live somewhere else oh. for a few weeks or I have to take care of them and we're all going to get COVID because I can't quarantine. That's what it right. would have looked like. And that's kind of where I'm coming from, that that last scenario is what you're saying. So basically what I'm suggesting is, and this is just to get you by until help can arrive, because everybody has some sort of help. You're going to have to swallow your pride and ask for it in many Mm -hmm. cases. And it's very humbling. So, so humbling. But my opinion is that you need to have a minimum 48-hour emergency tote. Mm. Whatever you use in 48 hours better be in that tote. If you have little ones in diapers, I want enough diapers in that tote that cover a 48 hour period, each size of every single one of your kids. If you need baby food, I want enough baby food in that tote to cover that 48 hours because by 48 hours, help can arrive. They can't always just drop everything and like start. That's fair. Stuff on your doorstep. I was so sick. I wasn't even able to text sometimes. Right. So if Mm -hmm. all you can do is feed a baby in that time that you actually are alert enough while you're going pee, (laughs) you need to at least have what you need. And yes, there's amazing delivery services, but if you're not well enough to order those things to be delivered, it does you no good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I want you to really assess your day, what you consume, the toilet paper you use in a 48 hour period, like all of these things, and then add some to that because you're going to be using more. I actually really like that because it's a proactive approach. It's a pro something like, it's not like I'm sick. Now what it's a, I'm going to get sick at some point. This yeah. is going to happen. 
And let's prepare for it early. I think we've seen an incredible surge. I feel like I know more people. We're just talking about COVID right now because it's 2021, January 2021. And it's 22. 22. Or, I'm sorry, 22. COVID brain. You're going back a year. COVID brain. I'm so sorry. 22. <laughs> and I feel like I know more people with COVID right now than not with it. So I feel yeah. like this is super relevant. So we're just saying like COVID. Um, but in normal years, there's flus, the bronchitis, all of those things that you're still saying. Oh, yeah. So you need that, that little bit of help and find those foods, like have a stock of foods that you can very quickly make for your family and always have them and don't use them until they're ready to expire. Mm. Like super, super easy. The soups have those in those totes. And I don't care if you need two totes because your family is large. <laughs> and you know what, even if you want to go as far as to have enough clean clothes in those totes that fit you, even if they're the crappy clothes, but they're clean because believe me, I was sick for so long. I have done a load a day <laughs> for weeks now. And I'm finally basically caught up. You, you, it's amazing how many clothes you can go through, especially when you're sick. Well, yeah, because when you're sick, you're just like, I need out of this. Like whether it was yeah. fever and you were sweating or you just feel icky sometimes, yeah. like yeah. you're just shedding off those clothes. Absolutely. Make sure you have um, thermometers that don't have a battery because you know, when you need one, sometimes the battery is dead and you, you can't go out to the store <laughs> and oftentimes have two in there because remember when I was sending you guys pictures of my temperature <laughs> and, yes. and it was like, I'll grab a different one just in case it's broken <laughs> or what is it you, Danielle? But I, so I went I and got another one um, <laughs> to test it. So it doesn't hurt to have multiple thermometers in there because any home really has multiple ones. They're just hidden and you don't know where you put them. So Danielle find- <laughs> I do know. Danielle knows where hers are. We're so not surprised. All of your extras and make sure that they're in there. And then I don't want to say most importantly, because diapers, food, all of those type of stuff is so important. Make sure you have the medication you need for when you get sick of all sorts of ailments, like stomach bug, you know, um, that's Tylenol, actually a good point, you know, the, uh, ibuprofen and make sure they're just specifically in there because I'm telling you, you're going to run out when you need it. And you do not want to run out of a medicine for your child and not have anyone who can come and you're too sick because now the whole family is sick. And you can't do anything to give your child relief. That's a good point. I feel like that's probably the one area that we slack on quite a bit is because we don't necessarily just keep medicine around a whole lot. So like if it expires, it goes like I'm (laughs) clean, I organize, that's what I do. So I'm constantly going through that stuff, but I don't actually ever replenish it unless we need it. Mm -hmm. And if you're the one who's down and out, like it's a good point. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, I did not have seconds to wait when I needed my next batch of ibuprofen. <laughs> I mean, I needed it when I needed it. I, yeah. I kept ibuprofen and Tylenol on me, Tylenol in me, like alternating it around the clock. And I kept a steady 103 mm. for days. So like, you cannot not have those, those items. Yeah. I would also suggest, um, if you have little kids storing some like new to them games or coloring Ooh, books or whatever. Great idea. When um, a friend of mine had COVID, she has three kids and she was alone with the children and laying on the couch and could not move. And we brought over like 
stuff for the kids, sticker books, coloring books, whatever, just to give her 10 minutes by herself, even though she was on the couch watching them, but it was the 10 minutes that they, yeah. Absolutely. That's a really good idea. And help does look different now. Like Bridget, when you had it, like help could not come. I remember Danielle and brought you stuff because Mm -hmm. we were worried like about, like we knew you were going to be okay. You were miserable, but you, you weren't like going to be hospitalized or even having to go to the ER. Like we knew that you were just like having to run its course, but I was worried about like your mental state of being stuck in that room for like 14 yes. days and that, that you like word searches, puzzles, or like just basically silly stuff to like try and keep you busy a little bit. So the same goes for adults. Yes. <laughs> Those word searches saved my life. I am telling you because there's only so much TV you can watch. There's only so much sleep you can manage to get. It was awful. It was awful. And no, I wasn't, I did go to the ER, but I wasn't hospitalized. Like I was, I was overall, I was fine. Um, but yeah, your situation was way different and there's a lot of situations that are way different than what mine was. But now that like, I, and maybe this is the wrong approach, but now that I've had COVID and there's vaccinations out there as well, like, and there's some immunity, it's questioned how strong it is. We, I don't think we know enough still to know yeah. how strong it is. I do feel like I could be more helpful to somebody knowing that I've already had COVID where when you had it, Bridget, it wasn't like that could happen. Right. So help can look a little bit differently, but there's still a lot of people who can't be exposed. So they don't bring it home to their family, even if they've had it. So it's, mm-hmm. it's just best to be prepared. So that way you're still going to be miserable because when yeah. you're sick, it's no fun to be sick, no matter what you have, but you'll at least have the essentials to get through that first 48 period until you can replenish. Hopefully you can feel good enough to like, think a little bit. For sure. And I think, Amanda, one of the things that that you discovered, I think post-COVID, was your Mm -hmm. grocery delivery. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I'm all about those conveniences. Mm -hmm. And as we discussed, I have been bragging up this grocery delivery to Danielle and Bridget (laughs) for like the last two weeks. It's so good. Can't help it. Amanda has finally reached the new frontier of like... (laughs) Grocery delivery services. Like what? <laughs> to be fair, I didn't think you guys was- heard of this thing where <laughs> where they just they bring groceries to your well, porch. And part of it is we're very rural, so I just didn't realize that it was offered in my area. Um, to be honest, but I never like actually like searched it out. And so once I like found out that they actually do deliver, I was shocked and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to try it. And as you guys discussed, like it's, it's pricey. Once you do the delivery fee and the tip, I mean, it, it adds up at probably a minimum of $20. I would say so. For a decent order, more if you're extra tipping because they did a really good job. But that is a lifesaver. And when you, if you just need those emergency things, because you can literally have them leave it on your porch. They don't even have to like come in, which is super, super nice. Mm-hmm. And if you're in Michigan, it's cold enough, colder than a refrigerator. So many things can just stay out there. If you have to like work up the energy to go to that door and get the yeah. stuff. <laughs> like, why do I, why do I live here? <laughs> Every year, same question. But I also think that that's a great 
um, service that if someone wants to bless somebody with mm-hmm. while they're recovering, because maybe they're even sickish themselves or whatever. I mean, if you send something to someone who's sick, that's a huge blessing too. So it's not just for the person who's sick. It's somebody can make a little bit of a delivery and that's super awesome for that person. Yeah. I was going to say when, when I was sick, I, the blessing that, that we got from people, I mean, I can't tell you, we, you guys dropped stuff off to us. Mm -hmm. Um, a neighbor sent us like a DoorDash gift card just so that we could bring food into the house. Mm -hmm. Um, we had meals dropped off to us. We had Starbucks dropped off to me. People dropped Starbucks off to me. Of course they did. Of course. (laughs) I mean, the outpouring of help, I can never repay it. So if you know someone is sick and especially if they're a mom with kids, consider doing those small things that it goes so, so far, so far. It really is. I mean, I really think we can get through this as a community. We just need to really just love on each other a lot. Yeah. I, and I tell you, I really, really got a huge dose of humble pie (laughs) and it's made me a better person. So I hated going through it. However, going through it has really made me a better person. Yeah. That's what I got. Well, we're so glad that you're okay. I tried to get Amanda to record while she was sick since they made me record while I was sick, but we're the worst. She was like more sick than me. So we couldn't do it. (laughs) There there hasn't been a time that we've talked about COVID or getting sick that every time it's mentioned, I just feel like this twinge of guilt. And I'm just like, oh my God. Sorry, Bridget. Sorry, Bridget. About that one time we made friend ever. Yeah, and I believe it was two episodes. <laughs> I think it was two. <laughs> yep, it was. And those were when we were doing, you know, like hour long episodes. <laughs> it's all fun and games until someone has to record. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. I was fine. I survived it. Um, but we're so glad that you are like healthy yes. and feeling better and back up on your feet. Oh, me too. We were very, very worried. I mean, there, like you said, there were days that like, it was hard for you to text and stuff. And there were a couple of days where we didn't hear from you and stuff. And me and Bridget are like, okay, what's going on? How, how much should we panic here? Like, (laughs) who are we going to get in contact with? I'm just going to drive over to her house. No. And I kept saying, we should, should we send like a DoorDash gift card? Will will DoorDash even go to their house? What do we do? Like, we just didn't know, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to do. We don't, we don't have a way to contact Marcus. So <laughs> Bridget's the, cousin, I always like chuckle at that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have Marcus's phone number. So the whole, the reason we even knew Amanda was sick is because her, she hosts another podcast and that mm-hmm. guy reached out to us and said, could you let Amanda's family know that I dropped food off at her door? And we're like, we're like, what? <laughs> But I was so like sick. I couldn't like barely my mom even knew. Oh. The only reason Marcus is new because he was still at home when I was like, I need to go to the hospital. Otherwise I'm calling an ambulance. Oh <laughs> Had God. he left, I would have been like ambulance. <laughs> and Marcus oh wouldn't gosh. have known. Owen was scary. Even known. 
because he was upstairs sleeping still. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. But that's what's different about this particular illness is it can turn like that. And each person does it so differently. And all we're saying is be prepared for it. So that way, when you're knee deep in it, it's, you don't have to worry about those extras. You can just take care of yourself and your health. Yeah. So be prepared and then be a blessing to the other people who you know are going through it. Yes. Absolutely. If you are a support system for them, they will be a support system for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all I got, ladies. Wow. I get. Thanks for sharing your harrowing journey with us and all of the things that you learned. And um, you, Bridget. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and you know what? I, if you're the praying type, please pray that our Danielle stays healthy yes. during these next few months and, and beyond because we've been very protective of her so that way yes. she can finish this pregnancy healthy and the baby and everyone stays healthy. Yeah. And we don't want life. to do a, a third episode talking about Amanda's bout, our Danielle's bout with COVID. No, We're not doing that. My social life has been severely diminished. I know. I know. It's been real hard. You know, just quick side note on that. I'm an introvert. Okay. This, this whole process, I was like, it's going to be fine. That was in 2020. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. now that we're in 2022, I'm feeling it a little bit. I think Mm -hmm. it's taken me a lot longer to feel it. And, you know, obviously my situation's different. I'm pregnant. I'm like trying to be like extra careful, but. mm -hmm. I'm over it. I'm done now. No, yeah. No. We, we just want you safe though. This is the last mm-hmm. thing you need to worry about. So prayers yes. that Danielle stays safe and healthy. And so does baby and Watson and Brandon. <laughs> Brandon will be fine. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> All right. Guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. And we will see you next week on Bad Moms in Business. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Bye.